I'm Joshua Potts, Mr. Potts, who always with the brother with the same mother, Aaron Potts, Super Hot Potts, and you're listening to your favorite two black runners every single two black two. podcast coming at you this tuesday man we hyped we hyped today yeah i just again in that uh excitement that i just brought into my two by tuesday right there is not reflective of how tired i am right now but y'all 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 give me energy every every tuesday i got energy i I look forward to talking to to the people so yeah pretty tired been a lot going on for sure but, exactly. you know, we got to get it out every Tuesday for the people, for the culture, by the culture. You know what I mean? Yeah, for real, bro. This is definitely going to be, the, while we said, this is for the real ones. I think what I'm going to start doing with the for the real ones, too, because I'll be ending the podcast. Like, usually I put the music in the background. And I'll go through back and I'll edit stuff out and, and whatnot. But, like, this is going to be raw. Intimate. <laughs> it's, it's intimate. This is going to be raw. Like, literally, we're just going to talk for about, like, 45 minutes. And then I'm going to upload this. Like, that's how pretty much it's going to go. Because, yeah, it's been... It's been a. I feel like these first three months, like it's been a lot, bro. It's been a lot, and over this past weekend, I just feel like I did a lot too. Like I've been, I've been pretty tired. I just got back from uh, coaching at the high school that we do at Norco, coaching there. But for the past two days, when I, the, the day before, I was in Thousand Oaks, and then went out to San Juan Capistrano. Just a lot of driving. Aaron drove from Santa Barbara down to here. Then we drove out to San Juan Capistrano for the ten and all that. It's been very busy in the past two weeks. We're in, we're first we're in Spokane, Washington. Then we're in Florida. Like, man, a lot has been a lot has been going down. You went to go see Kevin Hart, like yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I got to see one of my 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 idols, bro. Someone I aspire to be like, and that that was honestly unreal, low key. Just like, I mean, he just like he he is on. All the TV shows and everything, you know what I'm saying? Wait, let's start there though. Let's start there. I know we we we, we running podcasts, we two black runners, but I actually like I, we've been so busy that I haven't even talked about you about going to go see uh, Kevin Hart with you went Caleb went with you too, right? Yeah, Caleb went with me and Emma went with me as well, and yeah, the main thing I will say it was like dang, like it was like I've been to haven't been to many stand ups before. Like the first stand up I've ever went to was like, you know, like when I was in college just like in LA, random people, no one big, but this one, and then the, the second one I've been to was, was Trevor Noah. And that was like a serious, like, I didn't know he did stand up like that, yeah. but I was like, Oh, like, this is like, this is on a whole nother level. And then Kevin Hart was even another level. Like we had to put our phones like in a special case and everything. And like, Oh, so he's, he's probably practicing for his reality next check. His next, oh, isn't that special, huh? Reality check. He's, he's on tour for, for that. I think that's going to start like in the summer. And I think these were like some of those those jokes. Yeah, yeah. That were in it. But that was the main thing. It's like, yo, comedian, uh, comedian, it's like it's really an art, bro. Like mm-hmm. what they're doing up there on stage by themselves. It's basically like a long monologue the entire yeah. time. And you're like feeding off the crowd and stuff. So it was yeah, he he nice, bro. No, but I really feel that too, cause I'll be listening. I, I wish I could listen to his podcast that he does for like the plastic cup boys, like on yeah. laugh out loud, but I, I'll be listening. They were there. They One were of the guys. Well, yeah, was they were there. They 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 were the openers. Oh yeah. 
because they be talking with like Spank and I think it's Spank. Uh, I'm thinking of their names, but I remember Harry's on there too and Wayne. But like they be people be he'll talk about like doing like the reps and stuff like in like the small cities like that and then like getting ready for like the specials and everything. So I think that's just really interesting. That's really what what it was one of the biggest things like you picked up or like learned from. Was it wait was it funny? No, yeah, no, it it, it was definitely it was definitely because a lot funny. of people out here they be. A lot of people they don't like Kevin Hart, bro. No, they you think have he's to... stale now. Like I'm all like, bro, Kevin Hart is funny, bro. I don't know if you were talking. I about still it. think I think it. Was, I thought it was funny, and it's just really like, you have to go see if you haven't seen comedy live. You have to see it live because like there's really like levels to that thing. What they're uh-huh. doing up there, like they really like have a presence about them, and they they feed off the crowd as well and they come with energy and a, and a lot of things too is like kevin hart said at the end like you know he expressed like he wanted people to get the the entire message of it too so there was something deeper tied into yeah. what he was talking about because like comedy in general you know it comes from like a place of like um pain for the most part you know making fun of something that was kind of like you know, kind of like, like hurtful, one of like of an insecurity that you may have had, and like insecurity out someone else, or something bad that might have happened to you, like yeah, you're being make, poor and you're making a joke out of it. Exactly, like that's where it kind of like comes from too. So you have to be like vulnerable when you're on stage, and I think what I think what we kind of do it on the podcast, it's like finding a way to like make your story um, relatable. Uh-huh. Like something that's it's like I don't know I've been reading the Alchemist y'all should y'all need to read I know a lot of people listeners probably have read that book but it's about a boy on his journey to find his personal le- personal legend is that Full Metal Full Metal No Alchemist? it's not Full Metal oh, okay. this is the first time I heard about the Alchemist besides that though but it's about a boy um, going after like discovering his personal journey going out on this pilgrimage basically and he talks a lot about like the language the universal language that everyone that you can tap into and like the soul of the world and stuff like that. And I think that's, you know, through comedy, like you kind of tap into like a universal language or even like through a podcast, universal language, like you might be selling, telling something from like an experience that no one else has ever had except for you or like someone else might not have that experience with you, but there's a way you can express yourself and you can like tap into something within people where it's like comedy. Like, Mm. It's funny and everyone can relate to it, but yeah, that's me. I mean, I'm you know me. I already get get deep, get deep <laughs> somehow. I don't know, but it was good. It was a good show, man. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I don't want to reveal the, the jokes though. You yeah, gotta, I feel that. I feel you that, know, I feel that. I feel that. No, I definitely. I gotta go see Kevin Hart and. Uh, well, I just gotta go to a comedy show to be honest. I never seen someone yeah. like that, but Kevin Hart would definitely be someone I want to see. Kevin Hart's someone I want on the podcast one day. He sells out arenas, bro. For real. Can we get him on the? You didn't ask him to come on the pod. I didn't. I didn't. I I didn't run into him, bro. But you know that's you gonna happen. A, you give him a card. We bro? speaking that into existence, you man. Do a card on stage. Heartbeat Productions. You know, partner with us. Partner with Running Report Media. We gonna make <laughs> something happen, bro. That would be fire. That would be fire. But no, that's a crazy experience, definitely. So go see Kevin Hart, and uh, I don't know. Hope to be like on some type of level of like that in the future. But it's been great. Uh, just from what we've been doing over the past, what, like, month, bro? I feel like February, January was a lot of uh, planning and, like, anticipating of stuff happening. And then we hit February, and it was, like, guns a-blazing. 
like everything kind of halted. I feel like I haven't been able to do as much as I got back more into school and stuff just on the social media side of things. But uh, it's been fun, bro. We were first we were in Spokane for the Lilac Grand Prix, which was awesome. Got to see a world record go down there and that has some technical difficulties with the interviews. I'm like, dang, that was that, that was trash. That was trash, to say the least. But like we were able came back to uh, the 10 this past week and redeemed ourselves with the interviews. For right? sure. No. Got to see an American okay. record, at least Cranny almost off the American record. Fastest, fastest time, fastest 10K on U.S. soil. Uh, the dude gave us that little nugget that happened. So it was incredible, bro. Just how was that experience, bro, being at the 10 on Sunday? Sunday? That, I mean, that was that was dope, man. And I definitely wanted to redeem redeem myself, you know, getting people's names names uh, wrong you uh, know sorry like, ella sorry shannon hey y'all i apologize they the homies though but no it was super dope and it's just for me it was just kind of crazy because you know we've been going this is our third year at the 10 um i believe but just like the connection how we made the connection with jesse in 2019 was kind of like just off chance crazy like i dm this man basically i i dm jesse about everything that we were about to start and everything. And I was trying to get us involved with Sunset Tours. So we had that connection back in 2019. And then when 2020 hit, we're doing like virtual interviews. 2021, we're on the Instagram live at the 10. <laughs> and like now we're doing the sideline reporting. And it's like, you know, at least Cranny is like, yo, like I was so hyped when I heard the Potts brothers were coming through. Like, you know, Grant Fisher and Mo, like, oh, good to see you. Like, like we like we homies, you know. So like, <laughs> no, for real though, when we pulled up on Grant and Mo because they won, they both both broke their uh, national records respectively for Canada and USA. Then they're low key doing like a little victory lap down like the hundred, like the finishing hundred over the other side. Or like, well, we gotta get them for the interview. And we went over there, and it was like, dang, bro, these are like the homies. I, I slapped Mo's hand. I was like, dang, I felt like I was a part of this, you know, yeah, for a yeah, second. For real, man. But no, like that was. I think that's been the coolest thing, especially going to Lilac, too. Like, I feel like we're becoming a part of the circuit, in a sense. And that's really just, like, a reassuring thing, the knowing that we're doing something right. And, like, hopefully more of these opportunities will come that we're becoming more and more a part of the circuit. Because just to be able to be at the meet and be like, hey, what's up, Dave Ribbitch? What's up, Steph? What's yeah. up, Lu Luis? Like, I think that's just cool. And especially, like... For someone like L Luis, and I feel like a little bit for Grant, too, and someone especially like Cooper Tier and Cole Hawker, I feel like it's just insane for me, bro. Because, like, I, I got smacked by Luis when I was a junior in high school in a cross-country race. Like, we weren't even close to each other. But the fact that, like, I always wanted to be on that level, you know? Like, I wanted to be, like, at state and stuff like that. And I didn't get to get to that level in high school. And, like, when I was in college... Well, I still in college, but I was running like competitively. I was pushing to get there. I wanted to still be like go to NCAA's and everything like that. But the fact that like just to see that my journey wasn't exactly the way I wanted to, like I I wasn't able to go to the Olympics or go to USA's or nothing like that. Like to still be involved in track and field in a way that I'm able to interact with these top guys. That's I was thinking about that earlier today. That's crazy. Like oh, they're, they're and they're, like they're doing it right now at like such a young age. Like they're Luis is like a year older than me, bro. Yeah, this man's a beast. And yeah, and, and I mean, I'm gonna talk my talk. Like I feel like I'm doing it right now. You know what I mean? Because I have the same thoughts on you. I want to run faster. I want to get signed and get contract. 
and all like that. But and I wanted to go to the Olympics. I wanted to go to world championships, and I am gonna go. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm gonna make my way. Next I'm gonna be thing. at the. I want to be at the pro meet on on YouTube. You know, yeah. getting interviewed. But little did I know, I was gonna be the one doing the interviews. So like, uh, you know, I'm a young, I'm a young young boy. You know what I'm saying? And the I'm seeing these boy. and I seeing these dudes out here that, you know, I wanted to be as fast as or, or better, better than, you know, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people out there are my age as well or just a little bit older than me. So it's like, yeah, I mean, I don't look at it as all oh, dang like I didn't get to where I wanted. I'm like, no, I got to where I was supposed to be mm. like this is where okay. I, this is where I was supposed to be. This is what the plan God had for me. So. I wasn't too off when I was thinking that I was going to be at these races and doing stuff because I'm here and, and, and I'm doing of it. And I, I, I'm, I'm proud of how I'm proud of how far we've came in such yeah. a short time. Yeah, I just I can't wait for it just to keep on going and going as we get more of these reps in down the road and just the more opportunities coming up. And if you are listening to this and we haven't got back to you, uh, we apologize. <laughs> Yo, we get it back to people though. I'm just, I'm not saying we ain't bad. We that, that actually kind of sounds like we bad that bad on our part. But no, but like sometimes we just be a lot be going on. But we like all the opportunities that have been coming. Like we really do appreciate it and so grateful for everything that's coming. But yeah, it'd be it'd be a lot. It'd be a lot in the email email inbox sometimes. But it's super. As there's still so much more room to grow in the next couple of years. And I'm really excited for where we're going. And I'm glad that we're able to be on the circuit in a sense and to be and go beyond the circuit too, in a way. Yeah. I still, I still really feel like it's just so early on. And like you said, it was a lot of planning, you know, in January, but you know, we still need, we're still really like just figuring it out as we, as we go. Like we have a lot going on outside of our lives, outside of this, this podcast, but we're going to do whatever we, we have to do to keep this working. And, you know, I, how do you, what do you think about us? Like, you know, I, I'm thinking back to our goals. Like we're almost a quarter in to the year, like three, like three months, like check in. That's a quarter. That's not a quarter. That's a quarter, a quarter is a four. Okay. okay. So, yeah, yeah. so in April, but how do you feel about like this first, we're in the first quarter, you know what I mean? Like how you feel about the first quarter right now in comparison to like some of the goals you have for yourself and, and the podcast? I feel like it's, we're really in the process of everything. I feel like things still haven't came to fruition as I would like, but we're still in the process of like, because I think uh, going into the beginning of the year was really like collaboration was my big thing and like connecting. And I think we're still in the process of doing all those things and being able to collaborate and connect with way, way more people. Than, and the collaborating connections also bringing more people on the team, which we're in the process of doing right now here in March. So hopefully by the end of this year, at the end of this month, we'll be at that level. But I think we're doing, I think we're like, I'm patting myself on the back. You feel me? And I, I don't feel nothing wrong with that. You know, like I feel like we, we going at a good, we going at a good pace right now. And definitely, I feel like things could be better. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like numbers could be up at times because I feel like we really do this. You know what I mean? But I, it's just a matter of fact to keep them getting those reps in every single day, and I think it will it will eventually come. But I'm I'm really excited for where we're going, and I think once we're able, to, I think uh, going into April, once we're able to add this next person to our team, and everything gets a little bit easier, and everything down the road, like it'll open up the doors to where we're able just to do so much more, and it's gonna be really exciting. Really. No, I mean I agree with you. Like 
I think I am. I think we are. Like collaboration was really the big thing, and kind of like establishing establishing ourselves as like a entity, um, not just like you know. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Being an entity, like going to these places and being like, hey, that's running reporter media. We want to pay them to do this. I think we've done good on starting that. And then I know you were talking a lot about being everywhere, mm-hmm. having our face out there. And I feel like we're doing that, especially you'll see like some of the things we have coming up this year and like, you know, collaboration, like still want to do that's like hard. But I still want to do more with our friends with the little show on the download that we were working on. Oh, that's coming up. That's coming up. Once we, I, yeah, we slacking. Let, just let y'all know, we slacking. I'm sorry about the Running Report Instagram, bro. I know the Running Report Instagram, it was popping. It was popping, you know? Last year, this time, it was popping. But, like, I, 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 was, I was taking, like, two classes. On, I, mean, I was taking three classes online, and they were easy. And now, now I'm in school commuting. So like that's why it's, that's why running report is struggling. If you've been wondering, that's why it's been struggling. But just wait, just wait. It'll come back up. We'll have a come up, and especially plug right here, athletebizfanhubtf.com. Go check it out. The running report show every single Wednesday. So coming out tomorrow, there'll be a new running report show. You feel me? And then uh, we got more stuff coming, bro. Two black runners isn't stopping anytime soon. We got another show. Uh, coming out at the end of March that I think y'all will be hyped to see as well. And yeah, bro, running report, running report ain't dead. Most definitely, most definitely. It's just, we resting right now. We definitely resting. But definitely with, with indoor, with, I mean, outdoor, outdoor coming up. Like I'm really like, I'm about to like really get back into my, I just want to get, I want to lock in. Like the, the more we do this, like I'm just, seeing like we're on the same season that everyone is for that's running track. So I just think of, as I've gotten older, I've noticed that like I approach like everything as I did when I was an athlete, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's how I want to approach it. It's like, okay, like indoor season, you got in some reps some practice. Now you got to really lock in. Like it's the outdoor season and you're trying to make it to, to, na- to nationals. You're trying to make it to worlds. Like, yeah. I'm a competitor. Like I'm trying to make it to world. So I got to make sure that I'm getting my sleep. I got to make sure I'm eating right. I got to make sure that I'm good with, I'm spending my time like intentionally and in the right places. So like I don't burn out that I'm not going too hard. I think I got, I mean, I want to take all of those things into consideration as we're like picking up all these different things. And yeah, once we add that, add that next person, that's definitely is gonna, gonna help. But I'm giving us, a, I'm giving us, I'm giving us a good grade though. I think we, I think we are doing good. Three months in, I think we're holding to our promises. But yeah, there's still definitely a, a lot to work on to make sure we're at top, our top, sh- top shape and game by the time it's start when it's time to start really like promoting for world championships yeah, that's yeah. the goal this year yeah. you know what i'm saying to really push that because yes. like, no matter what no matter how good we do you know with two black runners running report or whatever we just want to have an impact on the track world on the running world and track and field ultimately and that's really our goal at the end of the day so no matter if we're able to do that and uh make that happen like i'm happy i'm happy right now uh coming into the podcast Everybody's Are you ready? <laughs> Are you coming, coming in right perfect. now. Coming with the chair too. 
We got our uh, our dad coming onto the podcast. He hasn't been on it. It's been a minute. It's fan been a minute, fa- dad. A fan favorite. A fan favorite. Dad, favorite. actually, we were just on. Uh, no, you're going to talk into that mic right there. <coughs> but, Dad, we were just on a podcast, actually. And we're, like, explaining our story and everything. And talking about how, like, you helped us. Well, you t- made us, like, run track and everything and guided us and wants to get scholarships and track and field. And the guy was all like, well, next time you guys see your guys' dad, can you tell him that I love him? Like, I love what he's doing oh. and what he did with the, his, uh, his, four, his four sons and bringing us up and everything. So I had to give us you props. I had to give us your props real quick. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <You know. laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm doing claps, too. I'm okay. doing claps, too. Thank you very much. That's all, that's all you got to say for him? All you got to say is thank you? Like, so for, for you, a question I'll ask you is, why... I don't know if you've answered this on the podcast before, but why in particularly track and field as, as the sport to get scholarships? Because a lot of people, you know, they, you know, in our culture, like they're going to play football, basketball. But why, why did you, why did you pick track and field, especially coming from being like professional, professional boxing? Good question. Um, I believe because it's a working man sport and, we wanna, uh, well, I wanted to like emulate uh, part of my personality is uh, what you earn, you work for. And um, the, you, we know some people have natural talent, but uh, it's like natural talent at times doesn't beat hard work. Mm. And so I want to ingrain that in my children to uh, learn how to work hard and be consistent and working hard and be accountable for uh, what they do in uh, track and field uh, actually kind of like simulates that uh, at the end of the game. Like you can have the talent, but if you not really working hard, it's going to show. Yeah. No hiding. No, no hiding. How does that How tell, tell people too, because like I'm sure you learned that from boxing, but how did that apply to you when you started transitioning into – you know, being in the medical field, you went to the, you were in the Navy as well, but when you started working as being like orthopedic tech, um, how do you feel like that work ethic that you learn from sport or someone can learn from track, how does that apply in the corporate world? You trying to get a promotion, you trying to be the best at your craft. Well, um, being on time is, is the first thing I would say, like, you know, you have to be on time at work. And uh, you should be done, be doing your, your homework. Uh, for example, if you have uh, in the medical field, if like if you have a case and it's a broken wrist or something, and you never done that case before, you should research that and uh, find out exactly what the doctor's gonna do, what the doctor's gonna need, and get all your materials together and uh, be ready for the doctor, and you can anticipate uh, that person's needs. So basically just uh, doing your homework. But my emphasis always is uh, I really don't like people who are late. That's just my, uh, like, like my mantra. mantra. In, in, a, in a sense, if you're late all the time, everything that you do, that means that you're unreliable. In my book, 
So that's, you know, that's why you try and show up 20 minutes early everywhere you go? Uh, I don't try. You do. Right. <laughs> I mean, I agree with that, bro. I think if you're trying to, I mean, uh, for me, I feel like if I'm trying to really seriously, like, get a, get a job or something, like, or if I'm doing something for work, like, I don't care. Like, I'm not trying to be, yeah, I'm not trying to be late because I'm not trying to ha- leave an impression. I want people to see whenever I'm doing something, when I step into it, I want people to be like, oh, this dude ain't playing around because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of times based off me just being black, bro, people just already like looking at me like a certain type of way. Well, you want that look to turn into he's reliable. Yeah. It doesn't matter uh, the color of the skin, the grade of the hair, or the thickness of your lips, or your your, your cheekbones. Or <laughs> Why <is this>? <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, you know, hey, people, people stereotype in every all kind of ways. True. You, you, you know, so we want them not to judge you from the outside appearance, but from the inside. Now, I'm just like, I'm not going to leave no room for you to say something. Well, there's always gonna be room to say something. Yeah, but then you're gonna look perfect. back at the you're gonna look back at the stats and like look at the scoreboard though. Yeah, well, I I, I get that, but uh, no no one's perfect. But there's some things that you could do to uh, take off their scoreboard, uh, in, in a sense, like you know you can be on time. You can be on time to work. You can be on time to church. You can be on time to dinner. You can be on time to the date. You can be on time. To go see the movies, uh, you could be on time to see your girlfriend. Uh, when you say I'm gonna be there at twelve, you're there at twelve. You know, it's just being reliable. You know, because we need reliable people, and we don't need flakes and fakes in the world. When I say I'm gonna be somewhere, I'm gonna be somewhere. Then uh, it could be a situation, uh, and you can say, oh, "Well, where's Coach Possible?" He, and then the next words out of somebody's mouth is, well, he's going to be on time. Don't worry about him. You know, and but that happens day after day, week after week, year after year, and you see this person is reliable. He's going to show up when it counts. And so then how that transitions into uh, not just the workforce, it transitions to uh, up on, on, on a track when you need – uh, your athlete to show up and hard worker. He's always there on time. He's consistent and you need that number to pop up or faster. It happens. Yeah. Because that person is on time. And uh, with that too, I feel like, cause me, if you guys don't know me, and my dad, we coach at Norco high school, track and field and cross country. So in track, the distance wow. side, but I was just thinking too, I was thinking like a couple weeks ago, this is the fact of like, well, I'll be missing practice now on uh, Wednesdays because I just can't, I literally can't make it because of school. And sometimes on Mondays I'll miss or other days when I can't do anything. But like, even like when, if you can't make it because you got to go somewhere or like you have overtime or we have practice in the morning, like there really hasn't been a day where it's been all like, yeah, we can't do practice today. You know, like someone's always there. Like you have really no excuse to be able to, to like get out of practice like there's not going to be a day where it's all like 
oh, dang, it's really windy outside. Well, like, I guess if it's 40 miles per hour, like, there's a tornado. But, like, or just, like, you're not going to, it's going to be, a, it's not going to be, like, a day <clears throat> off from school. And they're not going to, I would, I would, the kids are not going to hope, like, oh, I hope Coach Potts and Coach Josh don't, don't text me no practice. Like, there's potentially no practice today because there's no school. Like, nah, we going to practice. Like, we trying to get better. Oh, you know what you, I mean? you're going to put in work because that's how you get paid. Oh. By working. Ain't nobody handing you nothing. In the life we live. Well, maybe in some of these kids' lives, uh, some things may be handed uh, to them. But uh, at the same time, that still catches up to you. Because when you go to the next step in life, uh, no one's just going to give you just anything that you want. So you, we teach that you have to work for everything that you get. And that's just the life that we live. Yeah, and then I want going off of that. Well, I just want to remind you too. Like, I ain't gonna cut anything out of this. So, whatever you say is going onto the podcast. So I'm just telling you, watch. I'm just, I'm just no. like, what you have to say? What do you, what do you think this man gonna say? I'm just, I'm just telling him no. I don't know. <laughs> no, but I want to say too. Since we're on the podcast, it has been it's been a minute. How's the team doing? How's the team looking? I know I wasn't able to be with y'all on on uh, Saturday. Y'all went to go see the Batman. You feel me? Oh with, yeah, with the with some of the people on the team. The yeah. Track season just started a little bit. We got to meet yeah. uh, last Saturday. We got to meet this Thursday and this uh, Saturday coming up as well. Just overall, how how's uh, how's it your first time coaching a high school team in track and field? Like well, almost halfway through the season. Well, actually, it's it's not the first time. It's it's being well, head, like it's being head, head coach. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It's being head coach and not a, a assisting. You know, I, I think we're I think we're gonna uh, make some noise. Uh, in, in the league, we have some talent. Is some untapped talent uh, on our team. We have uh, some guys who are running fast right now, are getting ready to run fast. Um, we have a uh, good Maller. Uh, we got a, a freshman who's uh, off the chain. And he's very strong. Um, we have a, a sophomore who made the cross country state all by herself. Uh, this past uh, season, yeah, uh, we got got a Maller who's he's he's about at four thirty right now, but I expect him to run in the low four twenties or uh, high teens uh, before the season's out. Uh, we have a, a, a female; uh, she's running good. She's gonna run uh, in the teens in the eight hundred. Um, it, it, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. It, it's very exciting. It's just getting them. To realize that to do this sport, you have to be all in. You can't be checked out. In, in a sense, it's like <clears throat> there's other extra extracurricular activities that some of the uh, young people participate in who are on the team. And for them to be better, the emphasis is you may have to not do that sport if you want to uh, make some noise in track and field. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna pose something to you. This might be a spicy question, but you know, I I was just talking to someone about this the other day. Like track and field, cross country, is the only sport that you're not allowed to be too serious. Like, like I feel like the track and field and cross country coach, you're also the health and wellness coach. Sometimes mm-hmm. is what they expect of you. But like, you so say you coach Jillian. 
But I, yeah, you coach Jillian still. And that's what's nice. That's what's, that's what's cool about the sport. Anyone could do it. You know what I'm saying? Anyone could come on. That is cool that it's open. But at the same time, I, for me, it'd be hard, frustrating as a coach. Because like, if you're the basketball coach and someone isn't good, they're cut. Or you're on JV, or you're on freshman, or you're just cut. You just don't make the cut. You're not. You're just cut. But track and field and cross country, if you like, if you cutthroat like that, as a coach, people think you're mean, or like yeah. you you don't you or you don't care, or like there's labels just put on you if you're like if you take your team serious. Like you're telling you're telling them, hey, you guys, if you want to be like I'm trying to coach people, you're trying to coach people to be great. You're not trying to coach people to just like, you know, be like in healthy, be healthy. Like you're trying to coach people to perform. <clears throat> well, and in basketball and football, you're coming out there to perform. Well, I think I feel like this is why, though. I feel like people don't treat, like you said, serious, but they don't treat track and field and running as a specialty. They don't they don't treat it as a skill. But when, when in actuality, like Grant Fisher, he has a skill for running. Yeah. His form beautiful yeah well man's form beautiful at least cranny how relaxed she was yeah beautiful that's a skill and when you when you play basketball like everyone sees that as a skill that you have to practice ten thousand hours in mm. malcolm gladwell shout out chris chavez but uh you know like I, that's that's how i see it when you, when you come from that well i, I don't see myself uh <clears throat> coming uh on the track team to uh, babysit number one I don't see myself uh, coaching uh, hobby joggers, uh, whatever they are. Uh, I'm not uh, on a team to uh, make sure this person uh, lose weight, help them lose weight. I'm 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 uh, not on the team to pat somebody in the head, uh, pat them down, and if they come in last and there's no effort there, you know. And I'm pretty honest. Uh, with throughout my life, I try to be honest as possible, and so I'm gonna tell you the truth. Eventually, in that season, uh, and it to be the brutal truth that you need to work harder if you're gonna get better, and um, so and at the same time, I like winning, and so <clears throat> for me, I had to define. Uh, what's winning you know if I could get this person who's really don't have no athletic ability or have no um, drive like others to uh, run fast or, or or do better if I could get him for example a miler who's running uh, say five flat and if I could get this guy at the end of the season running uh, 440 whatever that's a win yeah, mm. that's a win. So, so it's about you know knowing what's a win and knowing what's a loss. And so, if I if I could get this girl and uh, get her faster in her mile time, I'm happy. So, right now, uh, coming on board, it's all about development, and so that's one of the reasons why you know all distance runners have to run cross country and so and I could develop develop them and uh, it's like putting them in a, a pot of stew and, and find out see what kind of ever they give me a miler uh, two miler or a half miler or whatever maybe even get a quarter mile hour 
quarter mallard out of the uh, situation. But <clears throat> so I'm all into development and, and the kids getting better. So if this kid is improving, uh, doesn't have to be each race, but as the season go, I'm, I'm happy. But if you're going backwards, I'm upset. You know, I'm going to find out why you're going backwards. And if I find out that you're going backwards because you really don't want to be here and you're just causing problems and you just think this is like a, a social club, that person really shouldn't be on my team or uh, Norco High School's team. It's not my team. Norco High School's team because they're wasting not just my time, but then I have an athlete who wants to be good. They're wasting his time. They're taking time for him. That person is very selfish. And I'm not cool with that. And so uh, I will get around and talk to that person and ask this person why, what's going on. Why doesn't he want to do well? Or why isn't he trying? Or why isn't he all in? Or why does he don't come to practice? Or why does he just talk and play around? And uh, why isn't he not eating right? Why isn't he not getting his rest? There's other things happen outside of the team, family issues, you know, money uh, happens. Um, maybe there's a mental illness. I, I don't know. But uh, so, but we want to win, you know, not at, to the point that all costs and destroy the athlete or the person. We got to find the little bitty nuggets what's going to keep this person encouraged and motivated to cross the line and get a personal record. And so not everybody's going to go to CIF. Not everybody's going to uh, go to state, win state. I get that. It takes a certain talent. I, I get that. But you can improve with hard work and the right kind of practice. Yeah, I think it's important to define your wins. Like, like what you're saying is it's basically like it comes down to the mindset of the athletes because like you can have an athlete that's, you know, out there for like they're thinking of it as a social club and then you have another athlete and they're beating like another athlete that's working hard and working towards his win. You're going to be more happy with that athlete because they're still approaching it from a competitive mindset. They're respecting the sport and the team and they're trying to be they're they're trying to be great that's what track and field is about it's about trying to get the most out of you and to be great like you don't have to be the the winner or like me and joshua don't have to have the highest podcast numbers for us to be like yo we winning because mm -hmm. i know that we still i can tell you when we're out there by what people are telling us saying yo the Potts brothers are we we win in something. We 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 get in our win. So it really, I feel like it really comes down to like your mindset. And then, like you were saying that when we asked you earlier about why track and field, you develop a winner's mindset. You develop a champion's mindset. Like I said, we said earlier in the podcast. Like I feel like I've noticed everything I do now. I approach it like track. Like if I got a big, um, if I got a big uh, presentation or something or an interview like i'm i'm preparing for that getting getting my reps in like making sure i show up 
show up early, getting to sleep, getting to sleep early. Like I'm coming in like, and my mind is like, I'm about to destroy this. I'm about yeah. to kill it. But like for you, dad, what has been, cause you were assistant coach for like high school a couple times and everything. Did you were coaching for club, but now being like the head distance coach at uh, Norco, what has been the biggest thing that you like learned or like the biggest difference from being like now in this head position over you're not this is probably this is not the most amount of kids that you even had but like being like managing all of this like at the top what's been uh one of the biggest things that you've learned or the biggest things that's different from everything well um you know i have a a little drive and desire to uh to be the best that i could be uh, but at the same time, I'm pushing the kids uh, verbally. I have even uh, like brought a kid a watch or bought some kids some shoes. I have <laughs> done things like that for <clears throat> the person uh, to get better. Uh, but the most challenging thing for me is look inward and uh, realize that I have to work on myself. You know, so that's what it showed me that, you know, I need more patience, you know, dealing with some of these uh, young people or even their parents. I, I need more patience. Maybe I need to, uh, at times, take a deep breath and just really listen to, to, see, to uh, hear what they got to say, whatever are, accept their excuse, you know, you know and, I, and I don't... Uh, and I've explained to a few of them already that I don't, I don't want to be like talking double talk, but uh, ain't no excuse. Now I, I would, I will accept a reason, but I'm not going to accept your excuse. There's always a reason, but your excuse, nah. You know, so that's what also I'm trying to teach them these life lessons that you can't go through life with excuses. And so I will, I will listen to the reason, but I have to say it again, like fourth time, fourth, fifth time, not your excuse. And, and so I have to look within me and see why am I uh, so agitated with this person who's just a, in my, what appears to my eye that there's not a whole lot of effort in that. And that's like rubbing me really the wrong way. And so I'm dealing with high school and so this is a so-called non-cut sport uh, in, in a sense. But with me, he may be like, well, you can't run this one because you didn't do what I asked you to do. And you may have to sit this track meet out. You know, but I'm not going to cut you. But I'm looking in, inside of me. What's in me What that irritates me so bad that I have a, a problem in, uh, with that. And so it's, it's, uh, it's like uh, inner, I don't know how to say it, it's like an inner thing with me that maybe I, maybe I need more prayer, maybe I need more meditation, maybe I need to work, uh, read the Word of God more, uh, maybe uh, sometimes I just need to take a deep breath and just don't say nothing or speak my mind which sometimes I'm, uh, I do too quickly. Uh, so 
with all this, taking this all in, this makes me, I feel a, a better person because I don't want to be that guy who's uh, destroying people, you know, destroying people's lives. And, and they, re, they see me 10 years from now and want to kill me because <laughs> I cut them off the team or I, I yelled at them because the words I give them, I want my words to edify them, to bring them up in life. Use the word I give them as a stepping stone and to be uh, a better person. I, I really do. I don't want to hurt no young person in that matter. So it's all about me as a person trying to get better. And, you know, and, and I realize, I know this is, lengthy but I, I i realize that some people have different values than myself some some you know some families do things different than from way i would do it whatever and so that's where the pause in me comes in that's and i take a deep breath listen to them and it's like, okay, well, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's and, good answer, good answer. And and you don't have to put that, you know, you don't have to put that stress on yourself, too. You know, you don't have to put that stress on yourself. But I mean, I mean, I agree with you too, though. Like you're in a very like, uh, it's a very like sensitive. Like even like some of the stuff we talk about is like sensitive. You know. To, to different types of people because I mean we always talk about we're trying to connect people from fast to slow and middle track to trail and whatever so it is like a sensitive topic but I do think you said a good thing when you're saying like yeah I will listen to your reason but I won't accept your excuse because I think that just teaches like because in life there is going to be consequence there's always going to be a reaction to your action you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, like you can you can decide, you know, to stay up all night before your track meet. But when you go race tomorrow, you might go run. You might run slow. So when you ask you, why did you run slow? And you say, I was I was up all night, you know, didn't go to bed till 3 a.m. And then you got last place. You know what I mean? That's the reason. But that doesn't excuse you for running bad. That doesn't excuse you for not taking taking care of yourself. That doesn't excuse you for running slow. You decided to do that. So you should have still added up and ran good. That's not no that's not an excuse, bro. That's your fault. So and the consequence was you running slow and maybe now you can't run the next meet or something cuz you're not taking it seriously and when you take it seriously, you come back. I still think that there has to be some type of like discipline that is that is taught because I feel like that's how it is in any other sport. Yeah, but it's just like you don't want that to repeat. You know, those type of those type of things. That's I feel like that's where the problem comes. Once it starts starts repeating, especially for high school, because once you go to college and then once you're pro, you should be learning. But for a lot of these people, like this is their first steps. You know, like I think even for me coaching at this time, because doing like club track and being all like, by the time people are ten, like they know what to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they know all the drills. They can do it perfectly. But now I'm, t I'm talking to a 16-year-old. Like, bro, you don't know how to do high knees, right? 
Hi, niece. You do that. At, you do that at PE. <laughs> but, but I'm just saying, no. But I think it's really good that uh, I, I I liked your answer, Dad. Like I think definitely like looking inward and, and yourself too, because I feel like I think anything that you come in new into, even if that's just like starting a new job or starting a new, uh, going into like a new activity or something, it's always going to teach you something new about yourself, and you have to you have to look inward in order to improve. You know? Yeah, you know, and as you say that. And you know, um, it the world is very diverse, mm-hmm. but sometimes you know we're we're people of color. We're, we're black. You guys realize that, right? We are on two black writers podcast. We <laughs> <so. laughs> <laughs> haven't realized that you know, yet. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So 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 there there is uh, diversity uh, there, and uh, so so I'm saying that. Someone gave me a chance. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a shot at life. You know, so I'm not going to uh, automatically d- dismiss somebody because they may not have the talent of this other person and say, no, nah, you're off the team. You know, I'm not going to do that. So that's where I'm uh, really trying to display uh, patience at. It's, okay, well. Allow them to develop. The other thing, are they accept being mediocre? Or they just don't care. You know what I mean? Like, well, well that's... Well, everyone's going to care care as much as well, you. Uh, I, I agree, but I would like that person to have some self-pride. You know, take pride in the work that they do. You know, cause, because, because my hands is on that work. You know, I'm speaking to them and giving them workouts and, 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 and encouraging them or whatever. And so uh, I believe that the Lord will bless them in, in a sense if they do the work. You know, you may get two seconds faster. You know, two seconds faster could send you to CIF. <laughs> you, you know, you just need to be two seconds faster. Yeah, and you make it to CIF. I get two two seconds faster could get you a scholarship. Very true. Yeah. That leads to a degree. That leads yes. to a job. Yeah. That leads to you finding your spouse or something. You never yeah. know. Yeah. You, you, you know. So it leads you to maybe be a billionaire. Yeah. For real. Yeah. So, so we're well. What I'm I'm just trying to do is get the best out of that person. You know, female, male. You know, just want the best out of that person. And uh, I, I believe I have a support, supportive administration at, at Norco High School who uh, believes in what I'm uh, trying to do, uh, get the kids better, and turn around the Norco High School program that they're respectable. And when other teams see us, they're like, oh my God, we gotta race Norco again. Because they know when they race us, they gotta run hard. That's the that's the that's the bottom line. Oh, I know like, y'all coming on time and y'all coming ready. <laughs> thirty minutes before we be there, we there. No matter thirty minutes before the two hour point of people get into the meet, we there. It's like dang. <laughs> well, hey, but we on the we on the coming, we on the coming for sure. Narco, they they here track and field, you know. We here. We gonna do some things. People gonna be talking about us. So yeah, making a little here. bit of noise, whatever you know. It's it's a whole lot of effort in it, but it's it's worth it. 
you know, we have a uh, good young people. Yeah, we have, we have uh, good, young talent. Good, good young talent, good young coaches, good athletic director, nice principal. Everybody's all good. Track you know? nice too. Yeah, yeah track track's nice. nice. I like yeah. Marco's track. But yeah, I didn't expect us to talk this long, to be honest. But I want to ask like two more questions for you, Dad, and then we'll wrap up this podcast. So, how do you think the podcast is going and everything and the render report? Like, like straight up, straight up, 100%. No cap. How do you feel? Uh, First, I don't know what no cap mean. No, no lie. No lies. Uh, uh, no, no lie. Like, okay, bro, you hear me say no cap? <laughs> Just the truth. What you say? Oh, okay. How do you how do you feel about what we what we've been doing with the podcast? Like you're on the street, uh, I think, and and that well, and running report too, and all that. Uh, I think podcast, running report, uh, more people. Well, would you? How you, I think you guys are doing well. Doing well, you, you know. Do you guys get paid for this? Yeah, sometimes. Oh, okay, well, you need to get paid more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been trying. You to, know, today's uh, price is not today's price. Know, I've been trying to tell them. You know, oh, you uh, uh, all the time. Uh, but not to get on you guys' uh, financial business, but sometimes it's uh, part of my job as dad to to uh, mention the finance part about things because. Uh, we don't do everything just for fun and, and uh, giggles and, and stuff like that because in the, in the long run, you want to uh, have earn a living, you know, and have your own house, have your own everything, you know. Uh, bless when a man have his own. And so that's what I have to say about that. But the podcast is, is great. Uh, it appears that you guys are, are, are reaching people. All over the United States, uh, which is a, a v- very good thing. You're you're giving a sometimes it's a unique or a different perspective of, of things. You, you you may perceive some things different than how the other person uh, perceived it. Uh, you know you know fast and you know talent uh, when when you see it and you know uh, good people. And who's bad when you see it? You guys have have done very well in that as, aspect, and so uh, uh, you guys are good. Uh, I can't say anything bad about what you're doing, so I would say keep on doing what you're doing. Who uh, who do we need to get on the podcast coming up? Uh, we got the World Championships coming up, you know, in, in this summer. Just trying to get some of those athletes and or coaches. Who's somebody? In the track world, that we need to get on the podcast. Uh, in the track world, in, on the podcast, uh, it would be nice to uh, get an OG like Edward Moses. That would be tight. Yeah. I know that's what Paul Paul told me last time. Yeah. I, you know, he said, you know, you yeah. get on the podcast, Edward Moses. Yeah. He was a bad boy. Yeah. That's what Paul Paul said. You know, then uh, another one, if you want to. Uh, tickle the distant side, you know. He'll be a great podcast. Is uh, Johnny Gray? Johnny Gray would be tight. Yeah, you know that would be be like that would that would be the bomb. You know that would that would really that would really set a whole lot of things off because I'm sure he has a whole lot to say. You know, and he knows what fast is. You know, Edward Moses does too. And consistent, good, hard work ethic 
you know, those two. So, and uh, that that would be good, R- really good. I think we can get one of them. I think we can get both. Yeah, I, Johnny Gray. I just haven't heard. I don't know where he where he at, but I'm sure we know somebody that know. Yeah, uh, that it's true. <laughs> that would be really really good. Uh, let me uh, think of somebody else. I can't, you know. I, uh, didn't we? I told you. I said that, that, that long jumper. Oh, Mike Powell. Yeah. My, I'll Mike, be tight yeah. too. Yeah. Mike Powell, you got it in your backyard. Yeah, we could just go my, go to an invite. Yeah, and, and say what? Say Mr. Say Mr. Powell. My dad said I should talk to you, sir. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if I'll talk to that. Wait, Aaron, you have something too though that you want to say to dad? Oh, no, no. I was just going to say, hey, man, to, to all the sponsors listening, y'all heard what the man said. We need that money. <laughs> Yesterday's price is not today's price. It's going up. Well, see, I don't want to interfere and get anybody mad, but they know. They know. They know. Yeah. You, you know, so it's like I know this is kind of like hobby hoping it turns to something bigger, but you know, there's people out there who are checking it out, they, they know, but they have other friends who are in line doing something similar. Perhaps they don't wanna interfere what they're doing right now, but you know, opportunity will come, you just keep on knocking on the door. Keep applying pressure. Yeah, We gonna keep exactly. on being on time. He's, being on time. Trust me. Hey, that's yeah. why we coming at you every Tuesday. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we, haven't missed, we haven't missed a Tuesday yet in 2022. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Come on, somebody. You, you know, and this is what I like uh, telling the guys and the young ladies who I, I, I train. I tell them, do not get out of line. Hey, what, what, what are you talking about, Coach Pops? Do not get out of line. I said, you're at the grocery store. You forgot something. And you get out of line, when you come back, you got to start back at the end of the line. Mm. If you stayed in line, well, you would have been, already been to the register. Well, somebody save your spot. Nah, ain't nobody saving spots. That's the lie, man. <laughs> Someone says they save your spot, you come back, they already checked out. Yeah. Uh, they already checked out, they already in their yeah, car, uh, yeah. with all their groceries. Yeah. Don't, so, so you, what you, I'm you, saying. You're back gone. So, uh. so, 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 so what I'm saying is your turn is going to come. Don't get out of line. It's, it's simple. You know, we don't, we don't have to be our big words and all this other stuff. You know, it's just very simple, simple and fundamental. Don't get out of line. So respect your parents. Respect your elders. <laughs> and, respect, and respect two black runners, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't get out of line, Okay, uh, well... Yeah, I'm hungry. I'm ready. I'm to going eat. to eat dinner. Yeah, let's go eat Later. dinner, man. Thanks y'all for joining us. Another two Black Runners podcast, bro. Hope you guys have a great Tuesday. And reminder, bro, we just two Black Runners chatting it up for the field run. For, we're just two Black Runners chatting it up for the real runs. Don't get out of line, y'all. Don't get out of line. Yes, sir. And I just appreciate everybody that listened this far into the podcast. You truly are a day one homie. You truly are a real one. Go ahead and rate the podcast, leave a review, let us know how y'all feel. If y'all want our dad on the podcast, 
more. He always has some hidden gems in there. But wait, do we need to get mom on here, bro? We do. We do need to get mom on here soon. Talk about her running too. Hey, hey, we gotta get mom in a Spartan race. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, we'll see y'all next time though. Next Tuesday, we back. Peace. Let's get it.